Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Fightful. It's Sean Ross Sapp. October 2nd, 2023. Your WWE Raw review after a crazy weekend. Wrestle Dream, NXT No Mercy. Lots of stuff going on. We got Denise Salcedo back. Denise, how are you? I'm back and I'm better than ever. Got an act for making things better. Denise, it's, 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 I've got a knack, not got an act. It's not act. It's, wait, it's knack this whole time? Why would it be I've got an act? I don't fucking know. Oh, why? Come on. Yeah, Denise is definitely back. All right. One whole month, (laughs) bombs on the main feed, and Denise is back. 
Well, Less I'm sorry. 40 seconds you know, in. My whole life I've been singing that Eric Bischoff song exactly like that. And just like today I find out that I've been singing it wrong. And so wish, now my whole life has changed. I wish you would act like you've got some manners is what I wish. You know what, Sean? I don't care. Okay. You you roll over to to Greece where they're they're just showing titties on the beach and everything. I and all of a sudden titties, you just lose. I saw statue dongs. I mean, I was seeing everything. Oh, I got a picture. I can show you a picture. I'm good. I'm good. Of the dongs, like the statue dongs. All set. There was one that I was like, damn, I need to go home now. <laughs> Wait, excuse me. Excuse me. It been what? ten days. <laughs> Denise, wait, are you implying that the statue got you aroused? What are you saying, Denise? <laughs> I'm done. I'm retiring. What's going on? What is going on here, Denise? Well, it was a very, like, I was like, damn, hello there. Because they do, like, you know, the very refined guys carrying the world on his back. I even went and took a picture. <laughs> I can. Am I allowed to show the picture? Like, will YouTube Why not? get? Will YouTube What do we get have mad? to lose? <laughs> Hold on, let me look for the picture. Get, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Like JDB Pringle saying, "Step host, calm yourself." <laughs> what are you doing, step host? <laughs> I'm officially back now. I saw it on my last. Oh, here it is. Here's the picture. Bring it on. You see it. Dude's like really strong and carrying the world on his shoulders. It's pretty impressive. Okay. <laughs> Why are you making that face? <laughs> I don't know what to say now. WWE Monday exposed. Night Raw <laughs> took place tonight. Before the show, FightfulSelect.com confirmed that Becky Lynch wouldn't be there. I'm going to give you the quick Fightful Select plug, guys. Uh, we now offer annual memberships at FightfulSelect.com. And until Tuesday morning, I, I've decided to leave it open until noon Eastern Tuesday. Uh, you can sign up annually and only pay $51 a year. That is almost two months off. Uh, it will go back to about one month off after Tuesday at noon. We also broke the news that Sammy Callahan would be a free agent. We talked to him. Uh, that that news is already up on Fightful Select, but we also have an interview going up on Tuesday. And also on Tuesday, uh, there were some incorrect reports about what was supposed to happen with the North American title. I've got the creative plans that were supposed to occur then. Raw producers, all that good stuff. KW says Step Host goes on vacation and gets her groove back. Whew. Wow. I can't speak it was now so without appealing. my publicist. I don't even got so, one, but I'm still saying it. it so <laughs> I need someone to, to fact check me. No, not fact check me. Uh, you know, the who's like somebody that would just come out and be like, no, don't say this. Like a lawyer or something. Me. Okay, me. Fine. Literally me. Fine, fine, fine. I'm going to hire when, you. Denise, when I am saying scale it back, there's probably a problem. There's an issue Look, I'm here. I'm very relaxed. What can I say? I guess so. Uh, MD Spooko says the rated R step host. You know, it's funny because I was thinking about how like 
since we're talking on or well, not on the subject of Edge, but Edge has been on the minds of everybody since his debut. Yeah. But I was remembering when he had his clearly the rated R superstar stuff. And I was a big fan of Edge during that time. And I remember getting a rated R superstar t-shirt, but I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, why was I allowed to wear a rated R superstars t-shirt in like high school? <laughs> oh my God. I'm promoting the fact that you're showing statue dongs on the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Showing statue dongs on air. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, people um, already missed it. So if somebody comes he, back, it's false advertisement. Somebody, good point. I did show men cutting their balls off. That was art, though. That was That's actual worse. Art. That's the worst. That's worse. I showed something that could make people feel good emotions. You showed something that makes people feel terrible emotions. Happiness, hilarity isn't great. Uh, Seeing great some, some artist guy chopping off his balls is painful to see. Some artist guy? Who's to say it was an artist guy? You think the artist rendered himself chopping know. off his own dick and he balls? Might have. I don't know. Anyway, uh, there, this is a wrestling review. Um, Dante says, finally got some Jaritos. The fruit punch was fantastic. Great wreck from Denise. I remember when we first talked about that on the air and somebody sent me like five cases of it. Like it was, it was a problem how much of it that I had because I was never going to drink that much, but, um, and it's Jaritos. You're still saying it wrong. That's whatever. why I rolled my eyes. Cause we're Zena literally like three years in and you still can't say it right. Zeno Hour says, hey, Sean, Naked Attraction is on Max. I know. I'm trying to get Denise to watch it. Do I have to VPN or just on normal Max? Normal Max. It's on but normal they're going to show the everything? They do show everything. It's but oh, it's in H this version. Denise, it's HBO. Don't you ever yeah, watch I Euphoria? Know, like, I told you I stopped watching Euphoria because of that. What? I told you. I said that. I said I stopped watching Euphoria because I didn't want to see those things in my screen. What things? What things? dongs i didn't want to see them those were ugly <laughs> <laughs> oh pro wrestling podcast says a whole new meaning to ding dong hello <laughs> uh eric says in his statement edge said wwe didn't have much for him to do if true how could wwe who clearly lacks main eventers actually feel that they don't have much for edge feuds with cody drew gunther ko sammy plus one more championship reign i don't get it it, it was beyond the fact that they didn't have much for him to do. And it's like, well, they weren't going to put him in situations where those things felt fresh necessarily. Like they weren't going to put him in a feud with Ciampa or Gargano, which is unusual or Gunther or anything like that. I feel like truly this is the best move. I think Jade Cargill 
going to WWE and Edge heading over to AEW are the best moves. By the way, FightfulSelect.com broke that Edge was uh, likely headed to AEW in August, even before his last match. We also broke the news of Jade Cargill leaving AEW for WWE, so please subscribe. But these are moves that I think are beneficial. One person gets, or one group gets an established veteran with a lot of fresh matchups, but plenty of history. And AEW or WWE gets a televised star with room to grow. I think it makes a lot of sense. Not only that, I think the big win that WWE got specifically with Jade Cargill, because you already covered on what AEW gets with Edge. But with Jade and WWE, I think the big thing that they get with her is media. Somebody that's going to go on all of these TV shows, walk whatever red carpet needs to be walked on, and people that aren't even wrestling fans or whoever are going to turn and notice her. You know, they're going to definitely notice Jade Cargill, and she's going to represent the company in that sort of way. So I do think that WWE really got somebody that is going to be great when it comes to media appearances. Jonathan Corona says, Sean, who gets the Raw and NXT TV rights? I see ESPN. I mean, Disney, who knows? Uh, Sean, uh, do you see Jade showing up on Fastlane? I don't see her showing up on Fastlane. I think she's going to get uh, some reps in at the PC. Um, when do you expect her to come out? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Do you think they'll wait until the Royal Rumble? Because it feels like it feels like forever from now, but it's not really. But it does not. feel like yeah, it. it's it's like three three and a half months. But I think we'll probably see her. They're going to see how she works internally, I think. It's just my assumption. My assumption. Luis says, forgot to say, but send in your super chats and hover chats to get your statements right on air. Also, leave us a thumbs up. But about the media rights thing, we know that SmackDown, I don't think we've spoken to you since then, Denise. SmackDown is going to move to USA Network. It's going to stay on Fridays. That's a nice move. But FightfulSelect.com, best $5 a month, best $51 a year in the business, reported that one of the reasons why they've been putting Becky Lynch and Judgment Day on NXT is because they want to jack up those ratings and show potential suitors, hey, look what we can do anytime we want. We can get up to 800K just like those other guys that are about to get a big media deal. We can do that whenever we want. And I think it's working right now. NXT is a lot more a lot more newsworthy these days when you got Trick Williams showing up on this show, Tiffany Stratton showing up on Raw, Dragon Lee on both shows. Becky, Judgment Day, I think it's working out pretty well, Denise. All three shows are incredibly different. I feel Raw, SmackDown, and NXT all have a different uh, you know, DNA to them because especially when you're watching these shows consistently on every single week, it's one of those things where I feel like when we're covering Raw, right, you, you still you get your three hours, so you're clearly going to get a lot more than either shows, but you got you know a core amount of main topics. I'm going to say maybe like, Anywhere from six to eight. On SmackDown, it's four. I feel on NXT, there's times where I'm talking about the show and I got 12 different things to talk about. And I'm thinking, how did the hell did they pack this all in in two hours? And that's one of the things that I do enjoy from NXT is that they've taken a different approach to the way that they format the show and the way that we kind of get just a little bit of everything sprinkled in. So personally, it's one of my favorite things about NXT. But in terms of where we were at just even a year ago with NXT and where we are now, it feels like it's done like a whole uh, 
It completely flipped. The difference is night and day. This went from a show that nobody wanted to even give the time of day to. People would make fun of me for even covering NXT on Tuesdays. And now it's, you know, doing as good as numbers as SmackDown in terms of like, you know, post-show reviews and stuff. And that to me is very telling because that just says that more people are interested in what's going on. And the huge reason for that is not that long ago. Today, for example, not only are you getting talent on raw appearing and wrestling etc but even just the fact that they mentioned what actually happened on nxt no mercy they wouldn't even do that before before it was a thing where things would happen on nxt and you would never hear about it on raw or smackdown and now they at least do things like that it's little stuff like that that has really helped um you know just make things a lot better for nxt on tuesdays uh to call me crazy we will get those uh added to the show immediately but uh, i'm completely with you there tom brady says do you think dragon lee ends up on team lwo in florida i do think he could end up there yeah i think there's a really good chance and um i'll have some news regarding him on fightful select on tuesday how about that how about that oh the good news uh, I'm assuming it is right. No, I mean, not oh, really, not? not really in retrospect. No, it's, it's a bummer for him, honestly, but fightfulselect.com. Uh, we got Nia, Shayna, Raquel and Rhea all just slugging it out. I love this long. Have I said, I want Peter Griffin versus the chicken. Just a bunch of people that can't stop fighting each other. Nia's got issues with everybody. Rhea's got issues with Raquel. Shayna's got issues with Nia. And they're all just fighting each other. Rhea's back. She's been about as gone for about as long as you have. So uh, she's back. And one of the most impressive parts about this, she pump handle slams a man. And midway through, it looked like she realized that she wasn't facing the hard cam. So she just holds him in midair, turns to the camera, and slams him. That's incredible. I loved this opening of uh, WWE Raw. I thought it was fantastic. It got me more interested in seeing them all whip each other's asses. I kind of want to see a fatal four-way at this point. But uh, what do you think of it? I think like the rock, the ruckus of it all was really what kind of got me going. Okay, because they don't always do that with the women. It's usually always the men that are in these pull apart bras, all of these melees, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's usually the dudes that get to do that. But when you get that on the opening of the show with the women, it feels very special. And I was going to ask you because I there was at least two weeks that I only was able to just like read the results on what happened with Raw. And so I wanted to ask about Nia Jax. How has that? Been because when I saw the news about Nia Jax coming back, I was honestly like, ah, you know, I wasn't too crazy about it. So, how's that been? Uh, which part? Sorry, you cut out a little bit. Oh, Nia Jax. I was just Nia asking how Nia Jax has been. Well, that first week, mm. it was rough. It was that first week, the one was, where she laid rough. out, uh, yeah, that Rhea? one was that one was tough. That one was tough. Um, okay. and, and yeah. That was tough. And somebody said he meant fast lane, Sean. Yes, I'm aware that he meant Dragon Lee at fast lane. I think there's a possibility we see it. Uh, other than that, I think Nia's been okay. But what I like, I'm okay with them reintroducing her as a contender because she's been gone away for a while. Former former world champ, etc. But if she, I want her to be able to do it in the ring. She's got to be able to do it in the ring, or else I don't really have that much of a desire to to see it. 
See, that's what I was curious about. I was more so just interested in seeing if this was actually working or if it wasn't because I really feel like I hadn't seen too much people talk about it on social media. So I felt a little bit out of the loop on that one. So we also got Raquel or Rhea rather calling Judgment Day to the ring. Finn Balor wasn't there. She laid a lot of the blame on Damian Priest for how things have disintegrated without her there. I feel like this kind of solidified Rhea as the leader of the Judgment Day. I think Jay did that too with what he said afterwards. Jay also did too. Jay said that she's the tribal chief. Uh, And that she has bigger balls than Roman Reigns. Yeah. And then she told Dominic, hey, I got you a rematch for the NXT title. You're welcome. And if you don't come home with the title, don't bother coming home. Shit. This is good. So I love this because when she got into Dominic's face and she was laying down the law, there was a fan that you can hear saying, he started chanting, she's going to beat that, or or, no, she's going to spank that ass. She's going to spank that ass, something like that, uh, in (laughs) reference to Dominic, that that's what Rhea was going to do to Dominic. So I thought it was really funny that in the middle of that, there was like a tiny minuscule pause from Rhea Ripley, and that's when you hear the fan chant that. So it almost played in very nicely because she was getting scolded, man. At this point, I was starting to think that Rhea Ripley was Latina because she was ready to get freaking Dominic Mysterio with the chancla. Uh, she she is, was all fired up, man. She, was she is so over Denise. Like everything she says, everything she does, like her saying that mommy's back. God, the crowd just loves it. So did I read into this too much? Did Jay give the ojos, the eyes to Rhea Ripley when he said, we missed you. We all missed you. Well, I mean, he has been for a few weeks. Because, okay, see, that's what I was missing there. So, I didn't have the context for that. So there was a thing backstage where I think it was, maybe it was J.D. McDonough. I, I think he was like, you know, Judgment Day are big fans of you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then he goes, Rhea's a big fan of you. And he goes, oh, really? Like that. Oh. So he's been he's been dropping little things. But nothing that's like too over the top. That's Nothing what I was going to say. It seemed very subtle, but I was looking at yeah. that and I was going, did he just flirt with Rhea Ripley right now? Oh yeah, for sure he has been. It was okay. it was Finn. Okay. It was I'm Finn the- that's been doing that. Yeah. But, no, but uh, I'm talking wasn't. about Jay. Jay. I, no, 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 no. He was talking to Finn. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. So uh, TK and Roro show says, sorry if this has been asked. Came over from Alex Live. Any idea why Damien isn't cleared? No, but I can't imagine it's that big of a deal because he's scheduled to wrestle on Saturday. So it would, like, I don't know this for sure, but to me, it seems like it was just probably they they wanted to move this to Sunday or Saturday. They were just like, well, let's just do the tag match. So they did confirm that because Cody came out, helped out Jay. They're doing Cody and Jay Uso against Judgment Day. Uh, on Saturday at Fastlane. Now, backstage, J.D. McDonough is trying to talk some sense into Damian Priest. He's like, listen, they don't like Jay. Like, Cody probably doesn't even trust Jay, but especially Sammy and KO don't like Jay. And, and not only that, they're going after the titles that they want back. This is what drives the wedge. I mean, I think this makes an awful lot of sense, and it's J.D. McDonough, like, sort of, getting a little bit of favor within judgment day as well. It's him showing up and being like, Hey guys, I got some things to say. And then being like, 
yeah, not so bad, guy. Were you still doing this while I was gone? Or did you just no, was, wait to torture me until I came I was back? Doing, I was doing solo shows, so I, didn't, I wasn't messing around with that stuff. But oh, yeah, so ahead. what? You just treat the show with a lot more love and passion when it's just you? Yeah, absolutely. Rude. 100%. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for bringing what that back. What do you think of this tag title match? It's funny because when you kind of look at the overall card at Fastlane, it seems super random, even though it's not, right? Even though it's not, it still looks random. Like if you've been out of the loop and you come back in and you're like, oh, this person's teaming with that person. This is the match that we're getting. It feels a little bit like a random pay-per-view, but I'm so far digging what they're doing with this card. It's, it's doesn't, it, how do I explain this? I forgot that Fastlane was this weekend, to be honest. And so for me, I'm looking at this going, okay, well, now I have to figure out what's going on with this part of what I've been missing. So there's, it's funny because there's certain storylines that I feel no matter what, you already know what the hell is happening. And then there's some where I really felt out of the loop. And this was definitely one of them that I felt like, okay, I need to see what the hell is going on with Jay Uso, what the hell is going on with Cody, what the hell is going on with the Judgment Day. So- it was that big piece for me that I fell completely out of. Pretty well. Cody, for some reason, brought him back. Nobody seems to really know why, and nobody trusts him. Nobody has forgotten what he did to but them he, as a part of the bloodline. He, but has he been giving any sort of hints or? He's been trying to prove himself. He's been okay. trying to, because, I mean, they suspected he was going to be in Judgment Day, and then Judgment Day wanted him. He made it pretty well clear he's not joining Judgment Day. He attacked them. Uh, but there, there have been little things that, justify why Kevin Owens would not trust him. Sami Zayn, we know that he's all too willing to trust people. And Sammy even told Kevin Owens, he's like, could you imagine if me and you held stuff against each other for our entire lives? Because look at what we've done to each other in the past. It's been, I think, a very good story. And and it's something on FightfulSelect.com that we reported. They wanted to branch Jay out and make him a big star on his own. That was a, a major point of the bloodline i think they're doing it uh pretty well and jay's gonna be on smackdown this friday says cody so cody came back out there just to say that okay i guess i mean i don't know what the hell i don't know what the hell the brand split is but yeah sure i was dying too because i feel like that's the thing now with cody Rhodes. by the way they keep doing that all the time even before i left on vacation it was cody Rhodes comes out he does the quick, I'm here, we sing the song. He says hello to the interviewer. <laughs> he says something really quick, and then that's it. So I kind of yep. thought it was a little funny that we're still doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that is what happened. We also had Trick Williams backstage who got uh, circled. And you know, Judgment Day trying to sort of impose their will, so to speak. I mean, two weeks ago, Trick Williams wasn't even factored into this title picture, much less being on Raw. And he had a memorable moment the other night, and now he's on Raw. So, hell yeah for him. It's so wild when you think about how fast things have been moving for Trick Williams because he was literally in a situation where, yeah, he was on the show, but what was he? He was the sidekick of Carmelo Hayes, and Carmelo Hayes was the one underneath the spotlight. And then they have this whole little exchange where it's very – their breakup was very – was very, uh, you know, it was was non-confrontational, right? 
it was cool. It was relaxed. He just said, I'm going to back away. I want to go do my own thing. I don't want to be your sidekick anymore. And I thought that that was very a cool way for them to do it, to do the breakup in a way where not one of them had to turn on the other. So then when you think of where they were at there, and truthfully, when they broke up, I, I really wasn't sure what I was expecting for Trick from Trick Williams. I was afraid he was just going to be left floating around, maybe forgotten about for a couple of weeks. But it's completely been the opposite. And I think he's really started to prove himself even more so in ring because you weren't really seeing him do too many, uh, you know, matches on NXT, only sporadic ones. And so now we've been seeing that a lot more. He's been ta- he was always talking, but now he's talking even more. So that was good, too. Yep. I'm happy for him. Uh- we got some more super chats, more humper chats. Uh, Apex says, did they drop the SmackDown transfer pick story? You best believe I'm going to be asking about this nonstop until I get an answer about it. Because they can't just drop that. You can't send. You can't just say that and then not do it. Uh, Call Me Crazy says, been meaning to write SRS for a while, but today's my birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Aww. Says, did you know that Dom is the only star in history to main event Raw, NXT, and SmackDown in the same week? Wow. That, that was is, a couple weeks. That was like two months ago, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's still, my God, that's yeah. impressive. That is also, incredibly happy birthday impressive. to call me crazy. She's she's great. Says also WWE doing with Jay what AEW should have done with Punk when he came back. I, You know what? I kind of agree. Instead of making it like, oh, it's CM Punk. They should have at least been like, there are some people that kind of don't <laughs> like this guy. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I it would have worked in that situation. Oh, you got to play it up. William I Rabb's, mean, of course, but you know. William Rabb said any updates on Darby and Mark Davis post-pay-per-view. No, we're still waiting on those. Darby wasn't a sling, but he was in an incredible mood. Like, I know a lot of people look at Darby and they think he's like this brooding guy. He's just a really nice, happy guy when I've interviewed him. And last night, he was especially happy working with Edge. I think my favorite thing from that scrum was him saying that Edge went up to him and was like, don't worry, I'm not one of those old timers that's like, back in my day. And Darby goes, back in your day, you were doing spears through flaming tables. I think I would have liked back in your day. And Edge was like, yeah, you probably would have. So I thought that was uh, really good. A A very long scrum, but a good one. They're all long, Sean, all of them. I know. I'm glad I don't do them anymore. RS says, who got the better of this deal? WWE and Jade or AEW and Edge? I mean, that's a TBD. Like, listen, I'm not saying that Jade's just going to decide to not wrestle, but either one of these two people could just wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? On second thought, I'm not ev- I'm not going to ever wrestle again. Like, they, that could always happen. As things stand right now, I think immediately... AEW gets the benefit because you know exactly what you're getting with Edge. You know exactly what you're getting with Adam Copeland. You're getting a top-of-the-card guy who 25 years worth of fans know. With Jade Cargill, you have a pretty good idea of what you can have. And you have all the pieces around her to make sure that she gets there. So initially, I'm going to say Edge and AEW, but... Two, three years down the line, there's a really good chance I'm saying it's Jade Cargill. Right. I was thinking about that earlier today because I kind of was going back and forth because I was looking at it as, first, this was the way that I was looking at it. I was looking at it as Jade Cargill 
again, you said the potential. That's the real big thing, the potential of what she can be. But everybody, like, you know, she's still not, you know, perfect in the ring, right? We know that the in-ring could definitely, you know, definitely improve. But I still feel regardless, though, because of her presence, because of the star, because of the stuff that I mentioned with the media and everything that she could do, that's why it's big for her and for WWE on that end. But then, again, when you think of AEW and Edge, it's a totally different thing. Like, of course, he's not. I saw a lot of people saying there were some people that were upset and some of the things that the people that were upset were saying was the age thing. Saying, oh, look at AEW bringing in a 50-year-old guy instead of, a young wrestler or whatever, you know how it is on comments and things that people say. And so I was seeing people say that, but the way that I see it, and I think a lot of people see it, and you just said it right now, which is just the freshness of matches and things that you can do. Uh, and I do hope that we get a better I, and I said this yesterday on my watch along, Sean, is that there was a lot of things that I didn't really like that they had Edge doing on WWE as of late. There were some matches that I just wasn't too fond of. There were a couple of promos that I felt like I had been there, seen it, done that, heard that so many times. So I really hope that now in AEW or hopefully in AEW, we really get something fresh there. Like already with him being there, it's going to feel different. But in terms of the meat of promos in terms of the stories i do want to see some fresh new content and stuff like that so i kind of want to be re-won back as to why i was a fan of edge for all these years i kind of want to be reminded of how i felt when he just started doing the rated r superstar stuff how i felt when he was teaming with christian i want to get that new resurgence because i feel like i kind of lost that uh, at the tail end of his WWE run. So I agree with you. I think right now, AEW gaining edge feels like the bigger win. But of course, this is really all going to depend on how AEW utilizes edge and how WWE utilizes Jade. Well, I'm here to remind you guys about Athletic Greens. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Man, this is my go-to supplement my go-to multivitamin, but it's so much more than a multivitamin. By the way, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. It absorbs a lot better. I take one scoop of AG1 from athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, put it in my eight ounces of water, drink it down, and I'm good to go. I got a multivitamin that covers so much, minerals, probiotics. That's why you never see me getting sick. You got your adaptogens, antioxidants. You've got a digestive enzyme. They all work together for a stronger foundation for your health. A free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 plus five free travel packs when you use athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. By the way, it also helps recovery. So if you've had a tough workout, this athleticgreens.com slash Fightful AG1 product is really going to help you out. They've got doctors, they've got endurance athletes, people with PhDs, the professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School, David Sinclair, putting this thing over. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. That immunity support, that digestive support, that multivitamin, all at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Will Chisholm says, uh, sadly, people said stuff about Jade and Edge. I may be getting soft, but can we enjoy wrestling? Yeah, I mean, the, the weirdos that are getting tribalistic over that are just that. They're weirdos. Uh, tune them out as best you can. I thought uh, it was I thought it was nice that Edge put out that statement and he yes. he mentioned the tribalism stuff tri tribalism stuff and point blank at the end of the day if 
people are still being tribalistic about things. They're just going to stay that way. I don't know how to explain the, it. The That's wrestlers it. that those people like and are being tribalistic over think that is so goddamn geeky. They think of it is course. so nerdy. They don't of like course. it. Of It's weird. Call but Me whatever. says... That pop for LA Knight reminded me of Stone Cold during the invasion brawl. This is talking about last Friday. This is how he gets to Roman Reigns. WWE's in a tough spot. Rock, Cody, LA Knight. Who does WWE pull the trigger on for Mania? They're not going to pull the, the trigger on LA Knight. He is not going to beat Roman Reigns. It isn't going to be him. Uh, I would be very shocked. But I do think that they should put him in a, in a world title match uh, for sure. Uh, do Jay and Cody win the titles, says Sean Gardner, before he asks, are you going to read my super chat? We read it whenever we get to it, my friend. Uh, no, I think that Judgment Day find a way to retain. I actually think Cody should take the pin because that gives you a reason to not have him in the title picture for a little bit if he's eating a pin in this tag match. Uh, Daniel says, Jay has been trolling Dom with Jay and Rhea memes on Insta stories. There's a great fan-made image of Rhea hugging Jay. Yeah, he's been having his fun with it. He's been doing oh, a lot of that. Fun. Imperium defeated Alpha Academy. I could have sworn I had seen this match 200 times. It's happened once. This match has no, happened once in May. I was going to say, I don't remember seeing this match that that much. Yeah, no way. They, they did Alpha Academy and Ciampa against Imperium, and Alpha Academy won, and that was less than a month ago. They did Gable versus Giovanni Vinci. Um, I'm sure they did uh, Kaiser and Gable as well. Yeah, they did got Kaiser and Gable, and then they did this match in May. So that's probably why it feels like that, because we've seen every combo of it. But uh, Imperium getting the win, I feel like it's important because they've got to get wins. I say this every time that they do get a win. I'm like, well, they have to. That way they have some threatening aspect of, of being those people before you get to Gunther or uh, along the route of the tag titles. Dude, I love this, man. I, I, I don't care if we did. I want to see this match 2,000 times because obviously I love all the people involved in this, but I primarily, primarily want to shout out Otis during this because he just freaking went in there. The dude's already entertaining as it is, but I kind of felt like there were certain moments during this match where he was just hitting things with extra layer of intensity. Uh, I, I forgot who it was. I think it might have been Kaiser that he got with this uh, um, with this clothesline that I really enjoyed seeing. It just, when things look like, it just didn't look like any ordinary clothesline. It looked a little bit extra harder. And so that for me was definitely something that won me over. Uh, I loved this match. I thought that it was very enjoyable. And also since I wasn't here last week, uh, yeah, last week, um, I just want to say that freaking Otis and Bronson Reed, man, Dude, I was I was beyond thrilled with that match, man. And yeah. they need to run that back again at some well, point. So I just need to shout out Otis. He's the man. Well, let's go ahead and carry that right into Bronson Reed defeating Cedric Alexander. I mean, Cedric hadn't been on Raw since since June. He had some good spots in this match. Like you watch it and you're like, oh yeah, he's really good. But this was a a purpose match for Bronson Reed. That's what it was. It was Bronson Reed taking some offense, hitting the tsunami, getting the win. And every time I see the tsunami hit, I'm like, they just probably should have never beat this guy. They probably should have never beat him. He's so good. The finish is so good. Otis losing to him did no harm to Otis at all, but it helped Bronson Reed an awful lot. So 
here's my question since I know you watch main event. Has Cedric been on those shows? Uh, he has been here and there. Like, a few people are, like, super consistent on there. But, like, he was on there a month ago before Shelton got released. Okay, because um, I'm going to be honest. I thought he looked very rusty today. So, okay, match. that would that would make sense because as I think about it, he hadn't been on there since like mania weekend since uh, or mania week. Cause he wrestled Rick wild, Boogs yeah. way, way back. Other than that, he's popped up on occasional like live events and stuff, but he has not been a guy that is like every single week is on main event. He showed up and wrestled like a nine minute match against the Viking Raiders a month ago. And they barely have him on there. Yeah, I, I hate to say this, but you could tell during this match, there were a lot of moments that I just thought looked really sloppy. And it kind of, to me, instead of making it look like a dominant victory for Bronson Reed, it just looked like, okay, he's beating this guy that I feel like you would forget all of the other things that Cedric Alexander has done in the company. Because yeah, I did kind of feel like this one was just, it was a rusty performance. They did not play up a lot of the stuff they could have played up, you know, former champion member of the hurt business, etc. They were just like, yeah, here he is. Here yeah. If you're a new viewer, I don't think you got much, much out of that. Apex caliber says, I think Dom ends up winning the U S title off Ray. I do think that Dom ends up beating Ray at some point. I mean, they, they hit the jackpot with Dominic Mysterio. I mean, ev every time he gets the mic, they do the same thing. Xavier Woods defeated Ivar. Did you get to see the Kofi Kingston Ivar match that happened? Um, I'm trying to remember. No, I don't think so. I don't go really out of your it. way. No. Go back and watch Kofi Kingston versus Ivar. So that was when you were out. It was supposed to be New Day versus Viking Raiders. Unfortunately, as we have learned, uh, Eric is out for what Wade Barrett says is the foreseeable future. And they were supposed to have a two out of three falls tag team match on Raw. And they didn't just scrap the match. They were just like, how about we give Ivar and Kofi 15 minutes? And it was one of the best matches on Raw all year long. It kicked an insane amount of ass. It was just unbelievably good. I heard great things from people backstage in WWE. I'm, work I'm still working on a report on that for Select. Uh, and Ivar gets 50-50 a little bit by getting beaten by Xavier here, but... I didn't mind the booking of this match because of how good that Kofi match was. And I'm sincerely here like, well, where's this going? Because it's Ivar feuding with both of these guys right now. Valhalla isn't even there. Like she's sitting at home with, with Eric right now. And since a couple of weeks ago, they've just been like, hey, Ivar, do that great moonsault that you started to do again. And it looks amazing, just like the tsunami looks. Uh, so I didn't mind the booking of this. It was a little short for my liking after seeing that Kofi match. But uh, had you seen him bust out that moonsault in, in a Dude, while? no, I don't even remember. No. So I, like, even he started just, like, doing fan, that when you were gone. Even just like the fan reaction during this match, you, I felt like something different was in the air. So now that you mention all of this, it well, kind it of incredible. adds to that. But, okay, so what happened to uh, to Eric? He sustained an injury. I'm working to find out a little bit more, uh, but Valhalla was was not out there tonight either, and they they just have had Ivar going solo against New Day, and because he's so big and imposing, he can somehow pull it off to make it look like he's this big bully against two guys. That's that's not easy to do. 
Okay. I'm liking that they got a lot of beefy guys on the roster because not only do they oh, have yeah. Otis, Bronson Reed, but now that he's doing the single stuff, I'm going to count him in that picture of things. So I feel like Maybe. they could do something with that. And I, I, I feel bad too because things were not going so great for the Viking Raiders prior like yeah. for a bit. So I feel bad though that because of an injury, we're getting somebody, you know, kind of shining a little brighter on their own. I feel kind of bad saying that, you know? Sucks. Sean Garner says, does Dom win the title back from Trick tomorrow? I think he does, especially when Rhea is like, don't don't come back if you don't win. Well, that, that listen, I don't know if there have ever been bigger stakes in wrestling <laughs> than Rhea saying, if you lose, you lose me. To me, I don't listen, blame her. OK, I don't blame her. Honestly. Yeah. I'm here with Rian. Brandon I Charles agree. Powell said, give me Bronson Reed versus Ivar, please. Tsunami versus Meaty. Yeah. Let's go. Listen, these big meaty, meaty men matches, they're on fire right now. Unfortunately, uh, Fightful Select reported this evening that Becky Lynch was sidelined with a laceration. She's backstage at one point and sees Indy eyeing her belt, invites Indy to NXT, but also uh, has a little back and forth with Tegan. Uh, Natalia also shows up and she's like, you know what, Tegan got a lot of respect for you. Uh, so for, I know Denise wasn't filled in. Tegan was supposed to face Becky a couple weeks ago. They legitimately changed it to Natalia. But then after we had reported it on Fightful Select, Becky dropped a line on Raw and she's like, I saw you at the curtain waiting to come out. Why didn't you? And Tegan goes, I was just being respectful to the veteran. Becky's like, nah, forget that shit. Don't ever do that again. Never do that. So then Tegan earns an NXT title match. Unfortunately, they had to cancel it because as Fightful Select reported, Becky had 11 stitches in her arm. Chelsea Green shows up. She uh, ends up getting challenged to a match by Tegan. It's quick. It ain't great. There's, you know, it is what it is. But this is a way to further establish Tegan, which I'm all here for. She's gotten two wins now on TV. Um, I know that I have just informed you of the entire Tegan Knox push. Thank but, you. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for the cliff notes. What What were your thoughts with all that into consideration? Well, I mean, honestly, there wasn't anything to talk about previously with Tegan Knox. Like there was nothing going on. Yeah. So now there's something going on. Thumbs up. I'm happy for her. So I guess we'll see where this continues on for her. And I'm glad because at the end of the day, what do we want? We want more faces in the hey, women's division, no. more fresh faces in the women's division. There are so many girls that I feel got like called up to the main roster within the last, I don't know, yeah. two years or whatever that you didn't even see anything with. I mean, look at how long it took them to do something with Shotzi. She was there forever and she only recently got a storyline. And I feel like that was the case for quite a few people. Indy Hartwell. You just there mentioned was, that they mentioned that she's being invited to NXT. She just came from NXT. There, there have been women that are on this roster that have messaged me and said, dude, do you know if I'm a face or a heel? Because they don't know their direction. Uh, Sean Garner says, who's your pick for the breakout tourney? Uh, Kalani Jordan. I thought she had a really good performance the other night as well. Uh, one thing that I do want to mention Becky Lynch very clearly wants to establish new talent. Like it is very important to her. She pushed like backstage for the Tegan Knox opportunity. She is helping make Tiffany Stratton, whether or not she's beating her or not, like she is helping make Tiffany Stratton 
Uh, and look at that, Indy Hartwell. She's doing segments with her as well. Um, I think she's doing really, really great with this. Uh, I just want to take a second and say that that's incredible because there are so many times where if you are in any sort of walk of life, right, Sean, when it comes to whether you are an athlete or, I don't know, a performer or an actor or whatever your job is, there's always a person that's a top that doesn't want to help the people down at the bottom yep. because they're afraid or insecure of losing their spot. And I think it's very refreshing to see Becky Lynch help those women help somebody like a Tiffany Stratton, which is, you know, a big, big example because she's coming in here. She's busting her ass. But you know what? It's that feud with Becky Lynch that really moved her to that next step, to that next, like that next spot where today when uh, I think it was today or maybe yesterday or whatever day, Tiffany Stratton tweeted that she felt that Becky Lynch Oh, no, she mentioned something about how, yeah, she wants to be on a WrestleMania main event. And when she said that, I felt like because of the performance that she had with Becky Lynch, where I can buy that, I can say, you know what? Yes, in a couple of years, I can definitely see Tiffany Stratton in a match like that, in a position like that. And that is all because of the beginnings that she's had right now with Becky Lynch. I agree. Uh, KE775 says, do you think they do Becky versus Indy on NXT or Raw? Since it appears Indy's heading there tomorrow. I think they will probably set it up for Raw in the future. Do you see Tiffany staying in NXT or do you think she goes to Raw or SmackDown? NXT for now, but she is she is going to be a hit on Raw. She is going to be a hit on Raw or SmackDown, without a doubt. And they don't have to rush her out of NXT. There's still a lot of girls for her to work with. There's still so many girls she yeah. hasn't even stepped into the ring with. Drew McIntyre goes to Adam Pierce and says, Ms. TV, that doesn't work for me, brother. Not doing it. Still, Ms. and he go back and forth. This didn't do it for me. Ms. was like, this is a 43-year-old man doing like nine-year-old bits. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I laughed. When he did, did the, the like, barfing thing, I thought the barfing thing was funny. I'm sorry, but I thought the I same thing. I thought that's a nine-year-old thing. That's like if you don't want to lend your little cousin your phone to play with and your little cousin goes, eh. that was yeah. literally the Miz. I, I did laugh at that part. I'm sorry. They they had an impromptu match. Drew McIntyre won. I'm liking the is he, isn't he a good guy, Drew McIntyre. And I like that when Adam Pierce was kind of guilting him about not helping all these people, because the story for, if you haven't seen Denise, baby faces have been getting beaten up and Drew's just been like, not my business. See you later. And what he said to Adam Pierce was they didn't help Drew McIntyre when he was getting his ass whipped by the bloodline. So why, why should I help them? He's not wrong. He's right. He's right. He's yeah. right. And he also mentioned at uh, Will says, Drew saying Cody is in the Cody verse popped me. This Drew is Drew is very aware of online stuff. How could he not be? He does all the media in the entire world. Uh, he, he did does. like he did like some country music thing the other night that, that my friend Andrea <laughs> promoted. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, amazing. Just, yeah, so uh, Drew over the Miz. This this felt like a let's progress this story a little more thing. That's what the Miz is there for right now. Tiny balls. That's all I got from this. 
That's every yeah, he, Miz segment ever now. Drew Drew effectively, as Apex Caliber said, turned tweener tonight. I like <laughs> it though. I like I it. But he's an he's but I agree with him though. And a lot of what he was saying, I agree. So sure. right now I, I'm feeling this. And I think that Drew McIntyre needed this because Drew McIntyre is always the guy that you can count on to be in big matches because people are gonna care about him. But yeah. You want something a little bit different, right? You don't want the same personality over and over again, but I like this. I got to put over Michael Cole. Michael Cole is the single most important person to make sense of the Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth Rollins story Uh, because it has never made sense that one Nakamura didn't just immediately take the title shot and beat up and already hurt Seth Rollins that Seth Rollins so desperately wanted to get that rematch for a guy he already beat. Michael Cole, uh, by the way, who had mentioned he's only missed two shows in 20-something years. That's, that's 26 incredible. 26 years. 26 years. What a workhorse that guy is. But during the middle of all this stuff, he's like, Seth, what are you doing? Why are you – like, you're the champ, not him. Why are you, Why are you acting like this? Like, what's going on, bro? You Okay. Because none of it is rational. None of this has been rational from Seth Rollins from a character standpoint. So it makes sense from somebody who has seen it all. Michael Cole has seen it all. The Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era, Nexus tearing apart a damn ring, like everything. He's seen it all to be like, bro, you good? (laughs) And Seth being like, yeah, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And Michael Cole's like, this ain't you. I know you. I've covered your career for the last 12 years, 11 years, however the hell many years. I think that Michael Cole did an incredible job here. And I thought Seth did an incredible job. Nakamura's thing was great too. This was, to me, the best thing from this feud. And then Nakamura lays him out and counts to 10. I primarily love Seth Rollins' promo during this because he went into, he got so deep about the love of pro wrestling and that's when he brought up the michael cole fact and i'm going and it, it was one of those things where i almost forgot what what we were like i forgot about shinsuke nakamura and during this i got so swept away by what seth was saying about his love of pro wrestling and why they do it and this and that um that was really the thing that kind of got me going hmm okay i thought that was incredible um michael cole is one of those people who we hear his voice so much And he's a part of so many storylines based on being the soundtrack of that. But when they use him as a character in a story like this, and it's in a serious capacity, it carries an awful lot of weight. Because, for example, I I always mention, okay, well, you've got to maximize your minutes. Michael Cole gets three hours a week on screen. (laughs) Like, he gets all the time he wants. So he carries an awful lot of cachet. Now, there are a lot of people saying that, that that Michael Cole made a CM Punk reference due to an ROH promo about puppets and all that. I think there are enough CM Punk promos that you can stretch <laughs> and claim that there's a reference made uh, all the time. Alex Diaz says, with possible hints, if we get CM Punk back to WWE, what are your top four matches available? Um Roman, Seth, Gunther, Gunther, Roman, Seth, Gunther, and Cody. Those are, those are my four. 
Yeah, those, those are, are good ones. I'm trying to think if there's somebody else that I would want. Uh, KE775 right says, according to Twitter, Michael Cole used the CM Punk line from Zaro H days as an interview. Do you think he's coming back? Listen, I am going to exhaust my resources this week asking about it. What WWE thinks about it, what they feel about it. I will have a story on Fightful Select this week. I will have something uh, as to what Do you want to see CM Punk in WWE? CM Punk is one of my favorite performers ever to watch. CM Punk is one of my least favorite people ever to cover. <laughs> do, How sad. You, and you understand why. I mean, I you do. Are, I do. I know a lot of people look at that and they go, oh, it's subscriptions for you. I hate covering that shit. I don't like watching performers that I like and respect not liking one another. That isn't fun for me. I like reporting that CM Punk's coming back to wrestling and that Cody's getting a new deal and that the contract stuff and all this. That's the stuff I like. I do not like covering. Oh, these, these people argue, blah, blah, blah. I don't like that shit, but snakes and sparklers, bro. <sighs> Jonathan Corona says, all I'm saying, Survivor Series at Chicago going to be wild of Punk shows at WWE because Rollins and Michael saying some stuff from Punk giving hints. All I'm saying next month is going to be nuts. It is crazy <sighs> to think the Survivor Series is next month. That is next month. I know. That's what I was th- that's what I was telling you. I in my mind I skipped fastly. Like my next pay-per-view in my head was Survivor Series for WWE. I'm, I'm gonna be trying to cover that from a hotel room, I think. I'm gonna yeah, Are you still going there. to Survivor Series? I'm not going to Survivor Series. I'm going to WrestleCade. Oh uh, I do okay. WrestleCade every year and I do I get like 15, 20 interviews there. So I'm going to be flying back that evening and trying to watch the show and then doing the post show at the very least, I'll be able to pop on for a few minutes and we'll, we'll have a replacement on for me. But, um, am I doing that show? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I was I was say, I'm doing that show. You said a replacement and I was like, wait, am I doing that show? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm uh, John- scheduled to do it. Right. Okay. No, yes. but anyways, <laughs> so I, um, I was kind of bummed out because the tickets surprisingly are so cheap to go from Los Angeles to Chicago for Survivor Same. Series. Lexington's a direct flight there. I, and they're not doing media for that. So I'm like, okay, well, yeah. then clearly I'm not going to go. But I'm so upset that all these other trips have costed an arm and a motherfucking leg. And Quit this one. dropping the F bomb. <laughs> no, this one wasn't an F bomb, it had mother in it. Oh boy. That's yeah. Nice. I moved to a city that flies direct to Chicago and I ain't been there once since. And Dude, I used to go all the time. That's what I'm saying though. Like, I can't believe that this is the cheapest flight ever and there's nothing happening. You know, Jonathan Corona says, imagine WWE does a swerve and CM Punk shows on Fastlane instead of Survivor Series. It'd be the worst move, uh, but be good though. Only if Endeavor wants Punk. I think he'll be at Survivor Series if so. But also I think it'll be like a Randy Orton at SummerSlam thing where I'll probably get a heads up by people within WWE and they'll be like, listen, he ain't coming. So we'll go ahead and confirm this report of yours. Cause I had reported that Orton wasn't going to be there. And then they, then some fake scoopsters started to say he was and WWE was like, Hey, listen, the Facebook face scoopers, scoop scoopsters. Yeah. But Hey, listen, if you don't want to get absolutely, Oh, on flight prices, check out NordVPN. It helps uh, avoid price discrimination. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. You got to protect your privacy 
online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, nordvpn.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe, be smart, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I just want to say to SAS, we do see your monster super chat, saving it for the end of the show so it gets the appropriate time. But go ahead and get your super chats, get your humper chats in. It's time to talk about the main event and the segment that led up to it. Contract signing, Gunther and Tommaso Ciampa. I thought this was wonderful, Denise, because everything Gunther does makes that title seem more important. And I love that he was offended that Ciampa showed up to their contract signing wearing a cutoff t-shirt. He's like, that's the respect you're showing this title, especially the one that I've helped build. I loved it. And Ciampa was like, listen, my family's going to be here next week. Next week on Raw, I'm going to beat you for this title. Gunther's like, you know what? I don't think you got it in you. I don't think you've got the discipline. Ciampa mentions that Gunther's been given a lot of opportunities. He's had to scratch and claw for them. and you know what? He wants to take one. He thinks that they can move around a few words and make the fight happen tonight. And what I love about this, Denise, why on earth would Gunther say no? Gunther's not afraid of anybody. He's not scared of anything. He's like, yeah, sure. I'll go ahead and get it done. And they set it up. I thought this contract signing kicked ass for the Intercontinental title, not a world title. So it added a lot more importance to an already important thing, and it invested this particular audience that was already there at the show in the main event. I thought they knocked it out of the park with this. And so you mentioned the part about how he they ended up doing this match here today because in normal situations, right, usually whenever someone says, oh, well, let's do the match today, what does the heel normally do? The heel no. normally comes up with an excuse, right? Shit, Denise, even... Yeah, I mean, even Nakamura got offered a world title match and was like, nah, I'm good. Off a yeah. loss. <laughs> That's what I was saying. So when Gunther was saying yes, I almost thought, wait, wait for it. Don't get excited, Denise. They're yeah. just teasing you right now. It's not really going to happen. And I didn't actually believe it until Adam Pierce said that it was going to happen. And I'm going, oh, they really are doing it today. I was expecting some sort of swerve because that's what we're used to. But Gunther, like you said, is a different kind of a champion. So I was very happy that they did this match. God, okay, so... Couple months ago, I don't even remember when, but we were sitting here talking about Tommaso Ciampa. I kept saying all of the things I wanted for Ciampa and what I wanted to see happen for him and what vision and version of him I wanted to see on the show. And we just weren't getting it. I was so irritated. And I'm so happy that we're finally getting the Tommaso Ciampa that I want to see on this show. This is the closest 
We've got into NXT Tommaso Ciampa on the main roster than ever before. I was so sick and tired of them having him go out there, do uh, not even go out there, do his little backstage promos, get us all hyped up for absolutely nothing. And the fact that they're actually having him do stuff now and building up to the moment where he finally got the match with Gunther, I was so freaking happy. Like, this is the version of Ciampa that I want to see. And uh, the match itself, well, first of all, the promo, the promo where he was saying that he had to scratch and fight and claw, whatever the saying is, he he's right. Yes, it's true. We weren't seeing anything from him on the main roster. And that wasn't his fault. That was because they didn't do anything with him. He's right. And so I loved hearing that. The match itself, phenomenal. The ending, I loved the ending because, well, I know we'll talk about more of the, of we, the we, aftermath. We can, talk about the, we can talk about the match uh, yeah. in totality, but we're going to talk about the aftermath afterwards. Mm-hmm. But a good match. We got the commercials during it, of course. But, I mean, they this – Gunther got got busted open as as he does. Uh, the Intercontinental Title felt important, but what I, I liked about this is Gunther's doing this on his own. He don't need Imperium to help him during the con during the match. Like he can get this done, and to me, that makes a champion even better when when Gunther can do that. Like just incredible work with these guys incredible work with these guys the power bombs at the end uh champa essentially just pretty much passing out right like he just passed out because he didn't he didn't actually tap or anything like that he just literally passed out so that was cool to see and then the second that i saw the beat down i'm going yes we're continuing this feud which as i was already expecting uh will says i want gunther something to be making kids cry oh i want his gimmick to be making kids cry when he beats their dad man that that's very christianish of him honestly i kind of like it but then it happened johnny gargano is finally finally back ke775 says is the way being reformed hopefully candace and indy are using a meaningful way i do hope that they are and dexter loomis keep austin theory far away from it i think they found the thing with theory uh, teaming with Grayson Waller. I think that's that's a good idea, but I, I think the way will come back. Tim says, did Denise find Gargano in Greece? <laughs> oh, Denise was, he's been gone for months. Oh, I was going to say, was he in Greece too? <laughs> no. Did I not Tim, see that? <laughs> Tim says, finally, he's back. Please let them make the tag titles or take the tag titles ASAP. We need a decent DIY run. I don't say ASAP. I say build a story around it. Man, DIY against against Kevin and Sammy, against Judgment Day, against the Alpha Academy. Like, this is a major shot in the arm for the division, Denise. Yeah, I found D- I found Johnny Gargano and Michaels. I was gonna make a I, never mind. My joke was stupid. DIY Michaels. You go, yeah. do you know? Do you have a Michaels in Kentucky? No. Wait, so you He's... don't know what Michaels is? Mm-hmm. Michaels is a craft store. <laughs> that's we got, we got hobby mind. lobby and joe joe uh joe not joella's oh okay yeah we Joanne's, got hobby lobby Joanne's, but that's what it is. michael's i don't know which one's more popular i think hobby lobby might have out populared uh freaking uh, michael's but that's the stupid i'm done joel wood says since johnny's finally back does that mean sean will finally release that article and will says srs now you can put out that diy report you've been holding for four years i'm gonna I've got other stuff that I got to put out this week, but I will 
release that DIY report about the original plans for them. Uh, it was going to be a prime spot. It was. Uh, Sade Suka says, solid show with great main event. Seems like ever since SummerSlam, Triple H has had the pin, and Vince isn't really changing stuff. Gargano back? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Denise, since uh, you've been gone, these have felt like very Triple H shows. Uh, Bronson Reed getting wins. Ciampa getting a push. Gargano was back. Tegan Knox on TV. There's all of a sudden Indy popping up. It has felt like really, really Triple H's shows. Okay, Callie Clarkson. You didn't get it, did you? Uh, since you've been gone, I got it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> You're just not funny. Will says NXT women's title. TNT and IC title main eventing this week makes the titles feel big. Well, yeah, this is something AEW has really, really leaned into an awful lot is headlining shows with the international title, with the TNT title, with stuff like that. And it goes a long way. Last call for Humper Chats and Super Chats. Our moderator, Luis, even gets one in. He says, uh, Walter Dragunov and Eddie thriving in three days. Feels like King's Road is becoming more prevalent in Western wrestling, and I'm down for it. Hell yeah, man. Uh, also, shout out to Jeremy Lambert, who did an interview with Elia Dragunov. And he did one with Mike Santana today. Uh, Might have been the first person to straight up say, hey, what's up with you and Ortiz? And uh, Santana effectively confirmed our FightfulSelect.com reports about that. But I wanted to address SAS's uh, Super Chat, sent a monster one. It says, when it comes to WWE, are there drastic changes to both short and long-term storylines when a top free agent is available? Uh, yeah, there are a lot of things. Like, uh, what will happen is if WWE feels like they're getting a free agent, they'll tell creative, Hey, let's prepare something for these people. Let's like get something in, in the works. But if somebody just becomes available, well, they're like, oh, Cody? Well, we got to find a premium match for him. So what's Seth doing? How can we make this work? If, you know, Jade Cargill becomes available, well, it's a little bit different because they're probably going to send her to the Performance Center, give her time and construct things. When Riddle got called up years ago, it wasn't a free agent thing. But I did a story once about how Riddle impressing Vince McMahon in a meeting changed plans for like a dozen people between the main roster and NXT. Like 12 different people had their creative change as a result of that. So a lot of times it varies. It says if MJF really is a free agent in 2024 and WWE were to sign him, wouldn't that cause big changes to the Mania 40 plans? I don't believe he is. He claims he is. But I listen, I'll say this. I've seen no evidence on the record that he has re-signed, but, uh, and he has not told a single person that he has re-signed, um, at, at least that I've spoken to. But I don't think that they would have him in this position otherwise. But yes, it would cause major, major changes to WrestleMania if that, that happened. Do you think we continue to get tr these Triple H shows? Is there a reason Vince hasn't put in as much input as he normally does? I'm not saying he hasn't put in as much input. I'm saying these have felt like triple eight shows i'm gonna keep asking asking around but i have had some people that are usually very they're very very fear-mongering of vince in the company that are like it doesn't feel like vince does it denise it's great to have you back tell the people where they can find you youtube.com slash denise salcedo that's the place to be all my shows and stuff are up there and then of course twitter instagram facebook tiktok all those places at underscore denise salcedo 
You finally got your. I was like, what are you pointing at? Why are you pointing at the Fightful logo? <laughs> I, joined, I joined the club. I joined the club. I, I got mine. I saw your picture that you posted. I don't think you posted it on Twitter. I might have seen it on Facebook. I probably posted it on. I post, Did you posted post it on, on Facebook? Facebook and yeah. Okay. I was laughing. People I was aren't supposed to know I have Facebook. Oh, sorry. My oh, whoops. <laughs> Denise, Denise Select. <laughs> I just broke a scoop. Uh, I, it's on my Instagram. I don't post stuff. I don't post wrestling stuff on my Instagram unless it's like, yeah. I, anyways, I saw it really quickly because I was checking Facebook really fast. And then I was going to leave you a mean comment, but then I forgot. So I never got the chance to, but I was going to make fun of you because you look like until funny, next time. Wait, guys. wait, come back. I'm not done. I have a funny story. Okay. So, you know, when moms on Facebook post their little kids that are like, first day at kindergarten, first day at first grade, yours was like, <laughs> you too black. I thought it was funny. Anyways, congratulations. Wait, Thank that you. happened a long time ago, but congratulations on actually getting the black. Guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. Uh, if you are a fan of like Facebook groups and all the, the inaccurate news you get over there, well, try some accurate news over at, over at FightfulSelect.com. I know a lot of you are like, well, why would I ever pay for wrestling news when I could get it from this account, that account, this website, that website? There is not a single one of them I have not had to correct at some point over the last uh, five or six months. Head over there. You can ask us questions directly on those stories. We have a good time. You can pay just $51 a year uh, through uh, part of tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.